Uh, I'm sure I've told you guys, but anyone that follows me on Twitter knows that I just started playing Bloodborne. Took you long oh, enough. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, I know. It did, it, did, it did take me long enough. Did you get a PS5? Uh, no, no. So PlayStation Now is like a cloud, cloud gaming. So gotcha. you can like, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, uh, my wife actually bought me a PlayStation 5 controller because she knew that I was thinking about playing, uh, getting PlayStation Now. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I got to say, for my guy that has played like every Souls game and everything like that and loving it, uh, after I finished the the last Souls game, which was uh, I think Dark Souls two and then Sekiro, um, it's definitely nice because after I finished those games, I kind of went, "Wow, I don't know if I'm ever going to experience like this kind of game anymore." And being able to jump into Bloodborne and have that feeling was like super nice. And maybe Bloodborne, maybe. Bloodborne will hold me off until Elden Ring comes out, and then I'll be able to experience that when that comes out. Um, but it, it always makes me wonder, like, you know, what games would we like to experience again? I mean, I'm just going to start because it's, it's the most similar to you, and uh, that would be the first time I played Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Uh, that game is the embodiment of art in uh, in video games. And people are like, I tell everybody to play it, and they think I'm just some crazy Dark Souls bro who's like, you just want to see people get mad at the game. Like, no, <laughs> good. that game is so beautiful. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. The, 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 the soundtrack to that, the how the game feels is just, it's so very tight. It, yeah. It's just a very, very well and, done game. And it's not the fact that it's just hard for the sake of being hard. It's like the game. It's a game that demands something of you, and when you're actually able to overcome that, it's it's so satisfying. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. That, 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 I, that's what I, that's what I meant with, with like the Souls games, because yeah. like you know, the, the it a, a lot of people consider most games to just be like, oh, you know, you try a few times, and then you know, eventually you just like get it. But like, no, like with with games like that, and that, that's why I think that some games have like the or some game journalists will always put tag like the Dark Souls or yeah. Souls like thing onto it, um, but you know the, it, it's a game that you have to really try. <laughs> yeah, but that's why we play Pathfinder instead of other tabletop games. Yeah, that's true. The Pathfinder is the table or Dark Souls version <laughs> of tabletop RPGs. The Dark Souls of TTRPGs. <laughs> you got to specify yeah. Pathfinder Two E. Yeah, Two E. <laughs> uh, this is a tougher one. Um, because I did, you know, playing Dark Souls, and I just don't want to keep using the same answer that our people ask. Because definitely Dark Souls one, uh, I would like to go in blind again. Mm-hmm. But actually, see, there are so many games I've played throughout the years. But honestly, one that really resonates and still I remember is Metroid Prime. Oh, I mean, getting oh. that really good one, and Gosh, the whole yeah. thing because I like before I played that, I played you know Super Metroid, the original Metroid, the Game Boy Advanced version and stuff like that but like going into a three-dimensional space like that and Mm. the atmosphere and like going in blind yep and you're like holy shit this world is massive yep and just eerie like it's because one thing i do like is is like kind of like the xenobiology of things and like you're going on this strange planet you have no idea you see ruins from an ancient civilization 
and you're scanning everything trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah. And I don't even it's know great. If, if, Tim, if you even remember this, but you remember we had a phase where we would just have sleepovers and play nothing but Metroid Prime multiplayer. Oh, my gosh. And yes. for, for hours until like two in the morning, yep. just going ham. <laughs> yep. At mm-hmm. Metroid Prime 1, and then we got Metroid Prime 2, which had even better multiplayer. Oh, yeah. We just, that's all we played for a oh, long yeah. time. I remember my friend and I would just like, uh, is that the one where you, in the multiplayer, you could just like go around in the ball and like yeah. drop mines yeah. and like yeah. have, yeah. Yeah. have like ball, ball wars? Yeah. yeah. My, fr- my friend Dave and I would do that constantly. Just, just stupid ass ball wars in my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so obnoxious. But yeah, that game. Yeah. I, I forgot about the game. That brought memory back. Yeah. Uh, and the music. It did, it did for me too. That's yeah. why I had to bring it up. Yeah. The music for it too. Just. Oh, oh! It sets the, the atmosphere very well. The the lava, uh, lava level music. For me, so like my favorite game is Final Fantasy VII. Like easy, it's always it's like I played that game more. I put more hours into that game in my childhood than any game to this date, and it's easily my favorite game. I love the characters, uh, but the nice thing about it is that like. It's so popular that Square Square Enix is keeping it alive and remaking it, and they spin off the content. So, I'm gonna actually go with Final Fantasy X because that was the first PS2 Final Fantasy, and I remember when that game came out. The graphics, it was one of those. It was like every, every generation of consoles has like that game that has like the graphics <laughs> that are just like, wow, yeah. we have moved into a new era of graphics. Yeah. And Final Fantasy X was that game for PS2 when it came out, and mm. that game is like 20 years old now yeah like <laughs> that blew my mind like oh my god it came out in oh. 2000 oh the cutscenes of that game yeah gorgeous but like yeah the the, the cuts the, the the cinematics in that game were amazing the characters were awesome like titus was great Oren was probably one of the coolest characters mm-hmm. Final, like square enix has ever created yep. um and i i loved the story and the world that they built in that game and then yeah the, the groundbreaking graphics like going back and reliving that game for the first time again would be awesome and blitzball Oh, oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, Blitzball was so fun. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I loved that game. So. It's, it's always impressive when a game can make a mini game that is just really, really fun to do. Mm. And you're like, listen, I know there's like a great quest that I'm supposed to go on, but this mini game is just so addicting. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you scour the world for free agents, yeah. like <laughs> play, like players from the original teams when they like first introduced the Blitzball in the game would become free agents, and then you'd recruit them on your team, yeah. like like. It was so fun. I loved, loved, loved that game and everything about it. Um, yeah. So that, that's it for me. Awesome. Man. So just like thinking back to like Metroid and how it was like, you know, uh, Samus was 2D and then it became 3D. And then you guys were talking about the super impactful music. Got me like those two concepts reminded me of a game that I would, oh my gosh, like die to experience again was Fez for the xbox oh. oh that was a puzzle that was a puzzle, was a game, puzzle right? game yes yeah. so zero combat and i'll only tell you guys the beginning because the end of it is just so utterly mind-blowing i can't spoil anything but you're this two-dimensional creature living in your two-dimensional world and then one day someone pops into your house and they're like hey there's something weird uh above us so you climb up on top of everyone's houses and there's a cube, a three-dimensional uh, object <laughs> in a cool. two-dimensional world. And, like, the cube tries to, like, communicate with you. But, it, you know, it's, like, a, it's, like a, on a, it's literally on a whole different plane of existence than you are. And the music is just, 
it's like creepy but intriguing at the same time which is why it kind of gives me like metroid prime vibes because the music there is really like haunting Mm -hmm. um and it's like a similar situation of like you're uncovering this whole other civilization and like worlds beyond worlds and oh man just so good i remember when i finally got to the end of the game it's just like i just like stood there or not stood there i think i was standing i just stood there (laughs) staring at the tv being like what is this like what is life (laughs) is this like is this a metaphor for our existence and how we exist on this three-dimensional plane and there's other dimensions that are unexplored but are quantified but quantifiably exist through the theory of quantum mechanics and i'm just like (laughs) i'm in too deep (laughs) that's one of the reasons why i think games like bloodborne are so good because it's not just an adventure game it's a game where it poses you the question there might be things in this world that are beyond you, and oh, they yeah. only view you as an ant. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. maybe you can fight as an ant to make them recognize you. Yeah, the the uh, I, I watched something where a guy was talking about like uh, geometric shapes in the different dimensional planes and stuff like that. We're getting really off topic, but this is really cool. <laughs> uh, and it, he had talked about how how we view in our 3d world a 1d and 2d object and then clearly we know what 3d objects look like but he talked about what it would look like uh if each of them interacted with each other on like you know from from one level to the other and he showed what what it would look like if a four-dimensional being or just a cube because that's kind of what they were going with uh how it would look if it passed through our 3d perceptions and i have never experienced being so little yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) in my life than just going like wow that's something i will never experience yeah (laughs) you never know um just because you brought up like the fourth dimension you know what movie um did the fourth dimension uh the best because it was an actual physicist that made a talk and um it was actually monsters inc uh, well, wait, 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 hold on. Yes. <laughs> Go because on. they were mentioning. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. They were talking, what would it look like for something to come out of the fourth dimension into the third dimension? It would look exactly like that. Somebody would throw a door open and somebody would just walk out. Hmm. That's what it would look like. And they had a bunch of scientific reasons for it that's far beyond my stupid brain. But I was like, Monsters Inc. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah, that's, uh, that's not the one I would I would have expected. I mean, I, mean, I guess it, it, it's a parallel world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like Earth. Yeah, and, and something that is as harmless as a child causing mass panic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like something yeah. could come out of the fourth dimension that's just like the equivalent of a a fly. Yeah. would be like, the world is ending. <laughs> yeah. I was Jake, to... is this a philosophy podcast now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm for it. Somebody, yeah, somebody open the door. <laughs> <laughs> the door has been opened. Welcome to the philosophy podcast. <laughs> the philosophy punch podcast. <laughs> the dragon philosophy. Dragon, philo- yeah, dragon philosophy podcast. Or DB, D- the dragon philosophy D- squad. Yep. DPS. Keep the same acronym. <laughs> I mean, that's. I more... like the tagline. The door is open. The door is yeah, open. The door is open. Yeah. Instead Welcome of a fist, it's going to be a pipe. Like Welcome to the Dragon Philosophy. Uh, <laughs> dragon Philosophy Squad. 
You're trying way too hard. Uh, yeah, you're <laughs> hey, trying way too hey, hard. We'll build a network up. We'll confuse the show. listeners. <laughs> well, there are no doors in the cinder claw mine that you guys walked into. Oh, no. Segway, segway, segway. Segway. Look, I'll make a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you next episode about one that uh, made Jed almost piss his pants because it was so, so out there. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys walked into the cinder claw mine, uh, we ended the episode after Kezra made Elkwood invisible and he was able to go up and he got a little snippet at the quarry going deep into the earth and he saw a few kobolds mining away. At that point, he decided to kind of head south a bit and he came upon what looked to be a giant barbecue pit. Just beyond the pit... He saw three charaka with butcher's knives, and it looked like they were cutting up a person. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, long pig. <laughs> so, Elkwood, what do you do? Uh, join them. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I attack Elkwood. <laughs> I'd like to see you get close. Um, so, he sees these three guys right here, right? Uh, yeah, so there, it, the fire pit itself, by the way, is uh, uh, 20 by 20. It is big. That's a big yep. barbecue pit. It is full of, like, uh, it's full of, like, different charcoals and stuff like that. Uh, and you can actually see uh, through the smoke, you can see what looks to be uh, a few boars roasting inside of it. Oh. So. Got some pulled pork. They're just having a barbecue. Yeah. We should invite ourselves as long as Adelar brought, I don't know, something like potato salad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you never come to the picnic empty-handed. Here's some coleslaw. <laughs> Get that. They're like, ah, what is this? Uh, but to us, I know, I can see it on the map, but uh, uh, what's this little uh, scenario? Do I have to move closer to... Uh, See, uh, uh, what do you, what do you, oh, oh, uh, beyond I'm, them. I'm pinging. Beyond them, uh, about, oh, let me measure this out. Beyond the fire pit, 90 feet or so, uh, you see what looked to be some beds with some uh, some other cinder claws, and it looks like there's a sort of convulsing back and forth. They're just like, they're, they're chirping out. Got it. Um, huh? As you are standing there and you're invisible, so you're just standing extremely still and just sort of observing, mm-hmm. all of a sudden above you. What? You look a little southwest as you hear and the Charakal butchers that you were seeing they look up into the trees and you see this creature. Um, oh, what? It's going down. No, Holy what crap. the fuck? Uh, Wait. That... Looks, oh god! That looks like a gargoyle to me, but I know it's so. Not. Oh, yeah, no. it looks like a fleshy gargoyle. That is about the best way to describe it. So it sits there and it oh, screams at the top of its lungs, and then it jumps down about ten feet in front of you. In front, and doesn't. It looks like it looks like the like the basu the the de- the devil or it can see you the devil creature. It, it can't looks... see him. Okay. However, it does start to go. <laughs> uh huh. Oh man. Uh, Christ. Gonna... You're so far away. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so. Can we even see this? 
No, Elk can see it. Okay. Because yeah. we we hung back. We're on the map technically, yeah. but I'm pretty sure we hung back. Yeah, you, uh, I, I, you guys are behind the tree line, yeah, but yeah. Elkwood is out there. Yeah. Uh, he, hmm. he sees this thing. And he's just, it's like a medium creature, right? Yep. Medium, so, medium creature. Uh, he's going to back up, like, stealth. Okay. Like, he, even though he's invisible, he's, like, seeing it sniff and going, oh, shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no. Um, and he's going to take and stealth at the same time, because he's going to try to get as max as possible. So, do I roll stealth as Yep, well? go ahead and roll stealth, and it'll be against his... Perception DC. Yeah. Uh, what does uh, invisibility get me? What does that give me? A plus ten, or is it no. a plus? Oh, uh, we had we had this come up in another. Yeah. You're automatically undetected. Yeah. Yeah. Um, undetected because so that's if it, if it has an imprecise scent. It, if it's seeking you, you could become hidden to it. Yes. Yeah, so, that, so that's with an imprecise scent. If it is actively seeking, if it has a precise scent, or yeah, precise sense rather. Then, that isn't sight. What's that? That's that's so, not sight. Yes. Then yeah, I think it gets a. Doesn't it get like a free check or something? Or does it just is just just become hidden? Well, it has a scent. It is the imprecise scent. Okay, imprecise. Gotcha. That means it has to actively right. See, seek. so it is actively seeking. Okay. Okay. So so it means got... that it would roll its perception. Against your stealth D. Against the yeah, so that's time invisible plus adding an eighteen to stealth. Okay. <laughs> Furiously going through the rule book. <laughs> yeah. What rule book? We know the rules. <laughs> we know the rules. But, <laughs> know the rules we just make them up. Yeah, but he is going to retreat. Okay. Back. You're just gonna okay. back up. Yes. Like I, I'm just gonna go back to the group unless you say otherwise. Nope. Uh, yeah, you you can go back to the group. And he's going to. Um, from the location, I gotta go look. Is there a, a roll? Like, cause he he's definitely on a hunt prey on it. Uh, from, cause he's seen it. He yeah. So, uh, I, how how long does hunt prey last? Cause as long as I don't like, as long as it doesn't leave my eyesight. Oh, or okay. As long uh, as it when you when you do get far enough away and it can't smell you anymore, it does go back up into the tree. So. So you would not be able to see it unless you walk through the tree line, you know, in order to go back to be able to see it again. See I'm it trying again. to actually. I, I I'm gonna because there's something with hunt prey that as long as I know about it, yeah, like it's plus two. Blah, 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 ignore the penalty for an attacks or you only one creature designated your time. Oh no, it's just um, you must be able to see or hear the prey. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay, so it has gotcha. to be. Damn, got it. Uh, I hear. Um, but could I roll a check? Like, oh, on the creature itself? Yes. Uh, go ahead and make me a, a society check. It's about... it's fine society. <laughs> this this creature looks like I saw it, and I don't I don't think it is one, but it looks like the Nabasu demon, which is a really nasty pathfinder uh, demon, pathfinder demon. That's only a seventeen. Only a 17. You're not sure. Like I said, fleshy gargoyle is what it looked like. Yeah. There seems to be a... And he's like, before me, just... There seems to be a fleshy gargoyle creature up there. I have no idea what it is. Uh, can I roll religion check? <laughs> uh, no, it's just... It's a society check. Society? I'm but, that. Yeah. But he's like... But the issue is, it was able to sense me, even as I'm invisible right now. 20. 20. The... 
term fleshy gargoyle <laughs> reminds you of a creature called a sabasan. Sabasan. Sabasans are evil, intelligent, bat-like humanoids who live in warm forest and drink the blood of other creatures, particularly people. They have thin, emaciated torsos and broad, leathery ring, broad, leathery wings that can reach a span of almost twenty feet. Jesus. Sabasan's heads, neck, and shoulders and upper chest are covered with red or dark brown fur that barely obscures their stretched, thin flesh. Their ears and large point and their ears are large and pointed like bats, and indeed they can echolocate. Oh, prey, cool. much like bats can. Though their eyes are also capable of seeing in low light as well. I can convey that information. Well, just another thing we're going to have to cut down here. But here's the thing. There's that. and went back into a tree line, um, as far as I can tell. And there's three of those charcoal at the bonfire uh, that you see over there. They're roasting some boar and chomping on some bodies. And you notice, actually, I'll tell you that they weren't actually cutting up the human to eat it. It looks like they were cutting it up and putting it into a bag. Oh, they were just doggy bags of humans then. Um, <laughs> uh, but there were more. There were six that I believe that would buy there. Like, I'm from here. I feel like that they would be able to see that building here. Uh, all the way on the eastern side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so there, there's a building that's... Uh, God, how big is this thing? It's big. Uh, 45 by 25. So 45 by 25 building. Yeah. yeah. But there was, seemed to be six more uh, charcoal, right? Uh, so there were some boggers that were boggers. standing over, and then it was a mixture of boggers and charcoal that were on the ground. Yes, there seemed to be a mixture of boggers and charcoal. Uh, they were... Uh, doing something odd. They were spazzing. Like, it kind of looked like they were spazzing out a bit. They were yeah, kind like, of like seizing, like almost like a... Not seizing. They were sort of just rolling back and forth. It looked like they were in pain. Oh, they... What? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they, they were acting quite odd. Uh, they seemed like they were in pain of sorts. But the issue being is that I've so far indicated mm, 10 or so threats. And that's all I could see. And the fact that that one thing could sense me as in being invisible. Mm. Well, it's possible this thing was drinking the blood of those that were unconscious. Hmm. So it must be their commander or some sort of leader. I am only guessing at that. Well, how do you all want to deal with this? Um, actually, when I was up there, like, at the north end, I was able to see this dinosaur, right? Uh, oh. Because I went up to the north area, and that's where I saw the kobolds. Uh, yeah, so you want to look, you want to, you want to get some more information on the giant creature in the cage to the north? Yes. Because we didn't really talk about it last time, because you walked up, you walked up to the, uh, you walked up to the Dude. mine. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you, if you get... I don't know. See, here's the thing, too. It's dark right now because you guys came later in the day. Uh, let me see how far away that is. Yeah, because I was, like, right on the edge. Yeah. So I was right on the edge there. Yeah, that's 125 feet o over there. So I'll say that you can make a perception check, uh, and then it, depending on how good you do with that, I might make you... I might let you make a nature check. Uh, the only thing I'm going to, like... Because I, I was, like, up here, like... 
I'm just putting my token here for a moment. But, like, I was up here. Oh, you were up there. Yeah, right? like, oh. that was early, because that's where I saw all the kobolds working, uh, yeah, doing right. a Seven Dwarfs rendition. Gotcha, okay. Um, uh, Alright, so yeah, go ahead and uh, make a nature check on the big creature in the cage. So, as you walked north, uh, there was a massive, huge-sized creature in a big log cage. Um... So make a nature check. And see what happens. Ooh, 90-15. That's good. Um, 23. 23 on this creature would be... Big old dino. It does look like a dinosaur, and it, and it is reptilian. Uh, however, you have not seen this creature before. Oh, I guess I also informed that it seemed to be a giant uh, quadruped creature up north a reptilian in nature but I can't pick Ted's hotel I've never seen such things well I can just walk in and I can start swinging or do you guys want to do something else well, that seems to be quite suicidal if you ask me I personally am curious about those huts on the other side of the, of the quarry you're still invisible right <laughs> as far as I know you start ten, like, ah. ten minutes. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah, it's been about. It's probably been like five. Yeah. <laughs> Are you willing to go and take a look at the far ones? Uh, yes, uh, I can do that quite easily. I'm just now going to be more <laughs> cautious about creatures that could be able to sense invisibility. And I would like to know what every, the full complement of what we're dealing with. If we can. The last fight did take a bit out of me. I. I think I could go a little longer, but considering the gravity of this area... Well, considering the fact that we all have ten creatures down there, and one that's caged up, so I don't know if that could be an idea to... Let him loose. Let him loose and cause some rampage. Yes, I was wondering that myself. It is, If it is being held against its will, perhaps it has some ill will towards its captors. Or it could just be a steady distraction that Indeed. attacks anything nearby, so it could go into the quarry and yes. destroy things. Um, yeah, so Elkwood is... Uh, where's my token? The map is so... Sm <laughs> it's so large. It's, it's such a large map. It is a it's huge map. Huge. It, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's a giant quarry mine in the middle, and that's only, like, 30% of this map. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the rest is, like, this giant fire pit. Mm -hmm. There's some sort of pit next to the fire pit. It's Burning there's Man over here. Sick, <laughs> there's sick people in cots down at the bottom. There's a giant dinosaur in a cage. And, and by the way... Buildings on the other side. Like, this is the, so the biggest map man. we have encountered. Like a and by the way, the burning pit next to the other pit... There's a bamboo cage over yeah. this other pit, so I'm very oh, curious. Right. Yeah. So Elk, he is going to stealth around, uh, look at this giant dinosaur. Okay. Um, but he's going to be extra careful now to see if there's anything in the wood line. So he's going to be like popping perception checks. He's okay. going to be more stealthy because now he's like, there's echolocation creatures. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, all right, so you walk over to the lodge creature. Um, I'll give it a star leaf. Maybe if I just give it meat. <laughs> It'd be like, yes, my friend. They do move in herds. It's like big bumble situation. Yeah. That's <laughs> this kind of is just a bigger bumble. <laughs> a bigger bumble. The bigger bumble of bumbles. Name of the episode, Bigger yeah. Bumble. <laughs> the biggest bumble. <laughs> Best bumble. So he's stealthing close to it. Yep. Um, 
So, this solid-looking pen is made from thick logs lashed together with lengths of vines. Though the cage is crudely made, the sheer mass and weight of the logs it gives the pen solid support. Hmm. The western side of the pen is attached to a half dozen vines connected to counterweights and a wheel that, if turned, would open the entire side. Good to know. Oh, wow. Uh, Sabotage crap out of this. Uh, but you said counterweights, so cut the counterweights just pops open. Yeah, it would just. Wow. Re- okay. Is there a way to? Well, he he'll keep investigating for now. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, uh, but it doesn't sense me as I get near. Uh, nope. It is. It's already kind of like in a sour mood as uh, as you as you were there the first time. It's sort of just like walking around and huffing, just. <laughs> Okay. Right. So can calm it's down. Not not in a great mood in the first place. Um, so it does not seem to uh, it does not seem to care. Good. As you walk by. Uh, so he is going to investigate even more. It's Honey uh, Badger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys ever play Far Cry Four? Uh, oh, Far yeah. Cry Three. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, they've got a giant elephant. I know exactly. I'm taking care of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a cage. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, what yeah. about this dirt mound? So just... on the northeastern side, there's a massive dirt mound. Oh, it's a mound. Okay, okay. I thought it was like a mud pit. That's what I thought too, yeah. Uh, a giant pile of yellowish clay and mud has been dumped here. An immense a spoil pile from the nearby mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. snap. We can bury the kobolds. Um, <laughs> what? what did you... uh, so he's going to further... Um, investigate, and he can. He's going to keep a wide berth around this. Okay. He's going to sneak around uh, further, uh, probably closer to the tree line. Okay. As he's going to approach the hut here. Uh, do you go on the other side of the mound there? Yeah, because okay. he knows that that thing's down there, but he doesn't know the exact range, so he's just being careful. Okay, that's fine. Um,. So as you go around to the other side of the mound... Wonderful. I'm so nervous. Yeah. You're so far away. Three giant <laughs> spiders are seen... Fantastic. ...digging away and sort of scooping mud out. It looks as though they are tending to their homes. All Lovely. Right. They okay. can't see them. They can't see them. <laughs> I don't know. Do spiders have blind sight? I really oh, don't. Oh, gosh. Uh, if you would like to make a nature check on these, you yes. are more than... I mean, I feel like if you step in their web, they have some sort of web sense, you know? Yeah, 20. Uh, 20. You're not sure. These just look like giant spiders playing in Oh, my God. (laughs) Everything is so exotic here. (laughs) I don't like it. It's Joe Exotic. It's Joe Exotic's uh, playground. (laughs) Uh, So he is going to... He's still invisible. Uh, He's going to look at the ground. Is there, like, a rock or something? Uh, yeah, you can pick up like a loose stone. That yeah, they, uh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's just gonna pocket it for a moment, because in case of anything, he's just gonna try and distraction. Yeah, distraction. <laughs> he, he's Sorry. he's trying to be really smart about this. Okay. Uh, there, like is a, there is a creative diversion action. Yeah. Uh, creative diversion uh, action, but now you got he, the equipment. Yeah, but he would hurl it over the mud. Oh yeah. And like in this area like near okay so you're, you're on the you're on the eastern side you want to throw it over the big mud pile to the to the yeah. western okay just like not like right now but you're yeah, just yeah. keeping it at the right yeah 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 so he's gonna keep moving closer 
This All is right. such a dangerous map. Yeah, it is. We don't even know what's in these buildings. So at this point, Elk is on the full-on-ass other side of this massive map. Yeah. Yep. On the other side of a mountain, so now we can definitely no longer see him. No. Well, he's <laughs> invisible. You have no idea. True, he is invisible. <laughs> right. So we never could see him. <laughs> never could see him. But now we can't even see if something happens to an yeah. invisible thing. Yes, yeah. exactly. But, I mean, he is... Two yeah. football fields. He's uh, he's yeah. he's over a football field away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like Benson is like low key pacing. Probably oh, killed sure. all the grass underneath oh, yeah. his feet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, I imagine Benson is like agitated, yeah. especially after like Kezra and Adelar stopped him from. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like so. that. We need Elk to do his thing. Yeah. Ultimately, he's just trying to get to this first hut. Okay. Oh my. So there's a hut in the middle. Yeah. Uh, so eastern middle, just to the just to the right of the quarry. And uh, he's once again stealthing like crazy. Okay. Like I can roll stealth checks. So. Yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead and, and roll stealth. Um, that's an extra twenty-eight to being invisible. Alrighty. Uh, yeah, you are as stealthy as you can be. Um, all right, so you come up to this little hut. There is actually a table in front of it that you could look at first. So let me go ahead and read that. Uh, it's actually more of like a lodge. It's like thirty feet long. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 like, it's not it's small. It's actually right. kind of big. It's yeah. like the foreman's trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a wooden hut stands at the eastern edge of the mining pit. Wafts of smoke rising from a single chimney in its northern wall. To Kelly's point, it is livable, comfortable even. West of the hut is a wooden table on which several objects lie obscured under a leather covering. A bin of rocky refuse sits beside the table. South of the hut, a 15-foot diameter magical circle has been dug into the ground. The grooves filled with a with dull gray metal and, and, and adorned at each point with stubs of burnt-out black candles. Hmm. There's a lot of shit happening here. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and once again, he's going to stealth. He's not going to stealth closer to the table because at this point he's worried. Okay. Hey John, do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna Yeah, John's like stressing out yeah, over here. Yeah, yeah. Black black candles. <laughs> Necromancers. <laughs> I'm freaking out, man. I'm just like what is what is a uh oh what's that one Halloween movie that's so famous? The black flame candle. Oh, it's like what's that Halloween Hocus movie? Pocus. Halloween. Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Hocus Pocus, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh can he I mean a cult for the it I like my our characters don't know this. Okay, black candles, big necromancer thing. They're already burned out. Yeah. So something's here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. If Elkwood would like to, you could have to make a identify magic. I don't think you're gonna do that. Or if you want to try to make a religion check, you can try to examine the the circle. So I can't do that, but I have occultism. But I'm sure that doesn't matter because nope. you know you would think <laughs> of the occult would be used for this. Nope. And real quick to add on to the listener's understanding of why, like this is such a dangerous map. When he mentioned there were spiders on this mound, the tokens were revealed. These are enormous yeah, spiders. They're large. They're, they're, they're large very size. large spiders. Yeah. Large size. So we've got that. We've got a dinosaur. We have cultists. We have possible necromancy. And one of these. Pillars that does any number of horrible things to us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is a tough situation. Yeah. Is so at this point he's kind of being a bit rushed that he sees the building down south, but he is nervous as hell as getting closer because that one creature popped out and was like, "You also have two and a half minutes left." Oh shit! Uh, yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, it took a long time to get over it. here. 
He's on Hustleback. Okay. Um, All right, so but you, stealthing, you know, whole way. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you take pretty much the same path that you did, um, so it takes the same amount of time. He's going to stop by the dinosaur cage, though. Okay. And he is going to take a small dagger out and just start cutting at the rope a little bit, but not all the way okay, through. Okay, okay. All right, so like that like would be it. an interact action. Would mm. that break his invisibility? No. Attack rolls do. No, it's a, it's a hostile actions, right? Yeah, it's ho- it says hostile. I'm non hostile cutting <laughs> the rope. Hey, what you were doing is hostile. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not. I mean, lies. Jake, but it isn't, though. So don't worry about it. I'm trying to free this creature. That is a freedom action. That's true. It's a freedom action. I dig it. <laughs> yeah, it says if the target uses a hostile action, the spell ends after that hostile action is completed. What is. I know, that's really ambiguous because, like, I think it's hostile to a rope, but does that. Make I, I, it hostile? Re- I really just think. It's Jake's, a living rope. Just Jake's judgment on this one. <laughs> it, it's a it's a mimic rope, so you're attacking it. That's <laughs> so true. If it was a mimic rope. <laughs> it is not a mimic rope. However, his intention is what I'm going with here, that he is trying to unleash this thing. Oh, oh my god. But you said you were Such just, bureaucratic you, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were just getting it started. The right? rules for invisibility have always been just like <laughs> So I'm okay with it. I, I think like with the, the with the the dichotomy between greater invisibility and invisibility. Invisibility allows you to like pick things up and then yeah. become invisible on your person. Yeah. But like, yeah, interacting with something like that maybe. Well, here, here, here's 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 the other thing too. They are very strong vine ropes. Sure. So cutting oh. through them. So I'll, I'll I'll say that you you start to cut through them. And it is taking you some time to do it. Okay, so he, so if you want to sit there and and do that and risk becoming invisible again, you can do that. Okay, I am actually here's a core rule book, page three hundred five. Sometimes spell effects prevent a target from using hostile actions, or the spell ends if a creature uses any hostile actions. A hostile action is one that can harm or damage another creature whether directly or indirectly, but not one that a creature is unaware could cause harm. For example, or for instance, lobbing a fireball into, into a crowd would be a hostile action. <laughs> what? Really? Oh, this is good. But opening a door and accidentally freeing a horrible monster would not be. Hey! <laughs> it's like they wrote the rule for lawyers. <laughs> However, the GM is the final arbiter oh, yeah. of what which, constitutes a hostile which action. Which is why I was saying, like, yeah, he could cut it. I was like, but these are really strong ropes, so we would take him a good... A it good would take you, that's like... That's what I was thinking. It will like, yeah. take you, like, uh, two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. minutes. <laughs> you know, so, approximately, if I was just, uh, just spitballing. Um, so, if you do it, it will significantly cut down on your time. Yeah. So I mean, but it, it won't it, turn me invisible immediately. It will not. It will not. It will not turn you invisible. It could be a situation of, like maybe Elkwood starts to cut it, realizes yeah. this is a big task. Yeah. And then he's got the the thing in his head. Oh, maybe I have to get back. So yeah. that would be Elkwood's value judgment of. Yeah. Would he want to stick around, knowing that that's this long. is going to take long? Um. And you said long? there was like a wheel, right? Uh, could it just open it in general? Uh, yeah, yeah. If, if, you just, if you just want to interact with it and open it, that would be fine too. Because um, yeah. he is going to, in this case, run back um, okay. to the group because he's still invisible. Ooh. Because he's thinking about it, and he's like, "All right, I could just 
pull the lever, which is an interact action. Pull the lever, crunk. Yeah. Wrong lever! Wrong lever! <laughs> and he's going to relay all this information. Uh, he's like, so there is... A th- <laughs> so, the large creature up north I can't identify because it looks like a prehistoric beast. Uh, there are <laughs> three... Um, that mound over there you see there are three large spiders that I cannot identify because it looks like the lost island over there (laughs) and they got as far as the cabin there is a table and he's just kind of like pointing Uh, I'm still invisible so he's like "Uh, look directly across there's a table over there with a chair there's some stuff underneath but I'm afraid of getting too close because that tower that I mentioned before uh, the and something Benson uh, there is a symbol of with black candles and it looks like a uh it's a what eight seven pointed star uh it is definitely some some religious symbol yeah, yeah. it's uh i would say a seven pointed star within a ring yeah, it's a it's a tw- it's a 20 foot in diameter a huge it's a huge symbol yeah uh i i just rolled but can I make a religion check there? You Black candles, okay. like can make a religion check. Black yeah, candles I being involved. I, I, I will. I will say it's it's going to be a little bit more difficult since right. you're not looking Second at it. Second hand. Yeah. yeah. I think Adelar would try to like think about this too. Okay. There's a smiley face in the middle. <laughs> there's a there's a, a used carton of milk on it. <laughs> they really just didn't go for it. Deep cut adventure time reference. Uh, I was about to say. Let's get to the underworld. Uh, I don't know if this would get. I got a twenty-four. Thirty. <gasps> Natty eighteen. <laughs> Good. So, as he is explaining it to you, you realize that what he was talking about with the dull metal was that you think that it's remnants of uh, molten lead that was poured into the shallow grooves in this demon summoning circle. Great. Oh, that was that thing the Sabasu or something like was that? Was that is that demons are not demons? They're not, not demons. demons. So that like means there is a horror that is yet to be discovered. Fantastic. Uh, I would say I have like what a minute left on invisibility or less. Probably. Uh, you got back with like ten seconds left. Uh, of course, that's a long way to go. It really is. I'm booking it. Like my my land speed is like twenty five feet. I, so. I, I I imagined as you were like as you were like cutting the rope like like the 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 time came up came up on your like, hood dink, dink. oh, oh <laughs> shit like, oh no <laughs> oh shit you also moved past that whole mount in stealth so yeah. you had True, to move, I doubled you had to move yeah. slower yep. yeah. so like there were definitely times when you were moving slower and not right. able to be in full sprint yep now here's the thing uh, I noticed that and he will relate this as well the, the large creature up north it's within a cage that it's behaving quite erratically I don't think it wants to be in that cage uh, there is a lever on the side I was thinking to cause an ample distraction of releasing it, but the problem is if it sees me, it would probably just go after me. Right. And, and invisibility, perhaps. Uh, Kezra, do you have any more invisibility spells for today? Potion, maybe? I don't know. I am running low. I have one more. Indeed. And ever since uh, Benson mentioned this, this possible... Oh, wait, I have more. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Well, well, oh. Benson men- mentioning this uh, possible demon summoning, I uh, I believe uh, Abadar has some magics that would help us in battle against it. Unfortunately, I I must I must commune with him to gain access to it. Otherwise, I just have my healing healing abilities still available today. So let the beast out and hope it goes for the right target. 
Otherwise, we're fighting a number of creatures we have no real idea what we're dealing with. It seems reckless. It is. But the problem is, is primarily down south is where all the enemies are. The three spiders, they're making houses inside the mud, so... Yes, well, what I'm concerned about that is, let's say that we do unleash this, uh, this beast in the northern cage. What if the spiders feel like their territory is being threatened? Then it would be a waste of a distraction but to I'm have them fight. However, this is just an idea. Is perhaps, since that mound seems rather large, if we could, uh, trek along the tree line get to the mound, defeat the spiders, and then Elkwood, you could release the beast. We could hide behind the mound so that the the, the mm. beast would then be uh, maybe more likely to attack its captors who it knows uh, have abused it in the past. We could use that to our advantage. Especially how that beast isn't doesn't look... It looks wild. Like, mm. that's at least... It's not charmed. It's not like a guard dog. It's I, It hates being in there. So that's what I'm like. I could, um... Do we have anything that I can throw and make a big bang? I'm surprised Skezra doesn't have explosives. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see my C4. <laughs> Does Skezra have like a Batman belt yet? Oh my gosh. It would be very cool. That's what a component belt is. Yeah. I mean, he's already got the voice. Sadly, I did not create Alchemist Fires. Ah. I mean, oh, because that, that takes like time and equipment. Yeah, I made yeah, other yeah. potions. Okay. Well, I could at least... I could make a noise and make a thing, and I could run straight up, bringing all of them to me while Elkwood unleashes the beast. Ah, that is an idea. But what I, I do, I do like where you're going with that, Benson. But again, what of the spiders? Are we afraid of them interfering with this? I think it's inevitable, but I don't think we can quietly kill the spiders and not attract yeah. the mm, I agree. I mean, there's nothing quiet about me. I bet, but that could be an issue of them. So if we unleash this creature up north, and it does go after the spiders, then probably down south, they would investigate. And if ah. they travel up, we can... We could flank them. Perhaps. And then if uh, whoever wins, I don't know if the spiders are partial to the creatures either. Yes, I mean, for all we, yeah, for all we know, the beast might not even go towards the spiders. So we don't have any don't beef jerky that I could just put on the floor and make be a like, yeah. <laughs> what we could do? Here's some old trappers. The majority of us, majority of us, can move through the jungle and wait at the at the southern end where all of the cultists are. One mm. of us, invisible, can release the dinosaur. Release the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, the cultists are likely to investigate in some numbers. Yeah, they'd be like, who 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 let this out? You know, like. <laughs> At, that, at which point, the one who released the dinosaur could safely move through the camp and back down and regroup. Yes, yeah, while we investigate the now sparse numbers to the south. Yes, ah. and, that, and that southern building we know nothing about. Yes, because as far as we know now, that being invisible <laughs> isn't a hostile action to open a lever. I don't know what the lever does. <laughs> I don't know what the about, lever Alcorn? does. <laughs> yeah, I would say that would probably be the best bet because like that thing is like it just feels like it's up there for a reason. 
Well, oh, it definitely Al- is. Al- Al- <laughs> remember, in the in the in the order of numbers, it states that if you accidentally release a creature, so you have to make it look like an accident. <laughs> oh, well, look at this, Kate. Oops, <laughs> I'll trip. <laughs> My word here is it is getting dark. That is true. And we can't, if we're going to try to be... I cannot see in exactly. the darkness. I'm worried about Benson's ability to... <laughs> to be, be safe. Even in clank, 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 clank. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Perhaps this is one that we should come back for next tomorrow. After all, that last fight, I did take a grievous wound. Oh, yeah, forgot about that. Are you still wounded? No, 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 I'm better now, oh, but... Okay. <laughs> I got better. I don't know if I could do another one of those and stay uh, up. I see, <laughs> I see, yes. Do we wish to hold back and attack on the morrow? I believe so. I, I think perfa- perhaps our full strength might be needed for this. Uh, there seems to be quite too many creatures here, and I know you are always hitching for a fight, Benson, but that was there's way too many, and that tower in the center, I have no idea what it will do. We don't know the allegiances of those kobolds. We don't know what's in those buildings. Why don't you just go to the end and flex, and maybe they'll come over and... Belly flop. There's a lake at the bottom. Good <laughs> <laughs> boy. And then you ask their name. They're all like, oh, we're that... No, you're all Piff and Zoth. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out there's... You have our pips, and you have our Zoth. <laughs> Turns out there's an abolith in the lake. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, no. No. I, I, I didn't even think about that, but what if there is... There's like, something in that lake. There's <laughs> It's Lake Placid. I yeah, there, like there is a rather large lake at the bottom of this quarry. Yeah. I mean, it's just rainwater, but there's something to be living in I that know, easily. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Whenever I see, like, just open bodies of water in Pathfinder, I'm like, ah! No, yes, don't like die. it. <laughs> don't like it. Okay, so he's, uh, yeah, I would say we should rest. Yes. To gain full strength. Indeed. I think we should retreat far enough away where we feel we're safe from that creature that saw you. I agree. Or sensed, yeah. It it didn't see me, but damn, I don't like being invisible and being like, oh, there's something that can see me, almost. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are going to retreat back for now. You got a good scout. Oh, yeah. uh, Scout recon mission there. Um, Yeah, well, like, head, I don't know, like, further enough away, but not too far. And Benson is, he understands why we have to retreat, but he is not happy about this. Of course. No, it's understandable. It's just kind of like if if like Hezra's running low on spells like and it's just these creatures down here like I don't know how strong you said like they were like wounded, but that's still yeah, that's still ten creatures down there. Well, that's a lot. You There's can, a lot. There's a lot of stuff happening here. You can be the holy like Avenger that Benson is, but he's only human, you know? Yeah. I just fill him up with alcohol and tell him to go. I get drunk once. I know. But, <laughs> but your drunk escapades lead to uh, outing people as murderers. <laughs> I said you're a killer. It's not a murderer. Oh, shit. I implemented myself there. <laughs> uh, you said it. You said nothing? Uh... Yeah, I would say thinks you're a murderer, you're gonna die. That's true. (laughs) That's true. You find me in the woods. All right. Um. Yeah, we should head back a little bit, but not like miles away. And keep watch. Okay. 
You guys head back to where you guys slept last time. Uh, you come back. It's uh, it's kind of nice being familiar with a with, with a place that you just slept at the day before. Um, and you guys go down for the night. Uh, watches. Yeah. Do your watches oh, yeah. and stuff like Most that. Um, don't we have to like? Ma- I'm a-, a teacher. Don't we have to make a check to see if we? <laughs> yes. Shoot up to. Go ahead and make your survival checks. All right. Maybe yeah. I'll give you guys malaria tonight. Who knows? All right. Uh, Middling roll. <laughs> and this we get Slightly we get middling. bonuses right with. Yeah, the... you, yeah, you get a plus two because of the bug net that yes. they gave you. <laughs> bug Fiery nets. fist on the die. Oh, well, yeah. don't net worry about it. for Kezra. <laughs> Crystal, sorry, I got this. Yeah, it was like a 24, so... Alright. That works. I'll take it. Anything. You guys set up mimicking the night before, as you guys do so well. Uh, During the night, as you are sleeping, Adelar, you awaken in a dream, and you appear to be in the city of Acrovel. Macrovell's where all the EKJ elves yes. were. Yes. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, okay. And as you wake up and you turn around, you see Nikataya there. She goes, oh, Adela, how are you? Uh, uh hello? I am using Dream Message. One of my elders permitted oh. me to use it to contact you. We heard from some Griplies that you had helped and they sent a message is this true what's that the grip please we heard that you oh, had helped. frog people so, so dream message is one way oh is it really yeah oh man yeah <laughs> Jeez. Ah, we heard you're doing well all right why am i not hearing a response <laughs> respond respond <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> tap, check, tap, check. Tap, tap, tap. Hello? Adela, we heard from some Gripri friends that you helped them, and they sent us a message in the same way. They said that you mentioned something about pillars. We do not know of these pillars that you speak of. Simply what was happening to our Ikuje elves was that we were simply walking, I think it was about 10 miles out, and all of a sudden they just went blind. We never encountered the pillar. Whatever information you have, please give it back to us. Message us when you can. Weird. Huh. Wow. That's Wait, we when we arrived, we arrived at a broken pillar. So they know that it's like something with the hog. But they don't know what exactly But the they said they do. didn't see a pillar that blinded them unless they didn't even notice the bl- pillar until it was too late. Yeah, but we could see the pillar before we were close enough True. to get blinded. Yeah. <sighs> and then Kezra came up with his game-breaking <laughs> combo. And there's Jake's like, <laughs> no. Nope. Can't do it. But we are they know what we're talking about with yeah. the pillars. Well, we're doing what we can. That is weird. Did we, did we miss something? Because we're way at, way farther than 10 miles at this point. Uh, I do wonder, though, if um, if perhaps the pillars have a different effect on them because of like their past with Dahak. Like, perhaps like 
because we are like outsiders that mm. maybe it doesn't affect us in the same way because we don't have like the history like i mean because you know when it comes to like gods intervening in specific matters like i mean dahak if he came down right now he could just torch us all you know mm-hmm. but it seems that like dahak has a certain vendetta against this people group so perhaps he can he like somehow amplifies the effects of the pillar to affect just their people because he has a specific like you know vendetta power yeah yeah and, or could it like 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 I mean it could be something like maybe there's something about uh, like maybe there's something else like another type of pillar that once again is like specifically affects them it, we didn't like notice it or something. It, it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean we're here randomly. Like yeah, this we were told we started trekking. Yeah, we were true. told from the Gripplies. Like when we talked to them, they were like, "Oh, there's something south, right?" And, like that's yeah, the reason yeah, why yeah. we came down this way. Right. Yeah, the Gripplies knew of the pillar that, that you had freed them from. The Ikuje knew of the one pillar that they broke when you first got here. They have not talked about any other pillars. Wow. Great. Huh. Well, then it's possible that then, you know, we're the first ones yeah. confronting this problem. That, that's true. Yeah. yeah, of course. This is a really good beer, Mark. <laughs> yeah, t- wait, you, you want to tell us what this beer is, Mark? Uh, it's called uh, Zombie Dust. <laughs> it's the Undead Pale Ale by there's, Three Floyds. And there's a definite lich on the front of the can. Nice. <laughs> he was I, thought, I thought you were about to say, and there's definitely zombie dust in this can. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I've tasted it before, uh, I know. <laughs> I taste it. It's putridly wonderful. So you get that dream message. Oh, snap. From her. Revealing that she has no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> She's like, what the hell? All that she knows was that they would walk a certain distance, and then all of her EQJ brothers and sisters would be blind. Wow. Permanent blind, or just... It, it would go away after a day. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't, like, permanent. Well, that's good. Nope. That's still weird. But still they weird. were still uh, soft-blocked from walking beyond... Yeah. beyond <laughs> it was beyond the scope before. of their adventure. Yeah. I think Tim <laughs> might be onto something, then. We're outsiders. Maybe we're the people meant to be here to save this, yeah. do this yes. which would be in perfect line with Benson because Benson knows he's supposed to be here right yes. now so Benson is an outsider yes. until you I see mean, so, is, so is Adelar like, yeah is, we're all outsiders yeah, yeah, here yeah. you're the only Elkwood's the only one that has any kind of comfort in this whole That's situation <laughs> that hasn't no Benson Benson uh, everyone likes Benson there. well everyone likes Benson but he's not like you know hitting grow up in the wilderness yeah. no well, I mean I, I've, been, <laughs> I've been trained to fight other like human yeah like combatants yeah, like that's, that's true. it that's true it's like alright Benson here's your monster training yeah. <laughs> yeah. fight this hydra what <laughs> <laughs> just keep cutting off heads <laughs> okay hmm. but that is all that you get from her alright and you wake up Doke, so uh is gonna go right to pray and gotta prepare for the day ahead um he's like w- during his morning prayer he's he's very uh he's considering like uh like you know should he pray for the ability to dream message or what else and then he he thinks about it and he's like well the pressing matter at hand is the battle ahead mm-hmm. the message can wait so he he instead entreats Abadar to bless him in battle today. 
and he'll think about messaging back some other time, so. Wonderful. The golden light of the sun, Abadar is basking in it. Uh, Elk is in the morning, he is going to look, uh, if there's like a creature he can hunt, he was going to hunt something, because he has an idea with this creature up north. Make me a survival check. Uh, wonderful. Uh, it's plus two. Uh, uh, 14 on day. And two plus two on top of that. Uh, so that would be like a 24. It is near impossible for some reason for you to find any fauna around here. Mm. Balls. It's like a... That's horrifying. It's like a Florida thing with like they have a bunch of pythons in their Everglades so there's like no small game animals. <laughs> uh, the horrifying part about that too is like I'm just like just imagining uh, you know like when a storm's coming and everything just gets really quiet. Oh yeah because uh, everything retreats. And you're just like uh, like imagine like you're just trying to hunt and you're like there's I there was things out here before. Why is there nothing? Because uh, I mean then he's Kind of trying to think if he could use, like, food to maybe entreat this thing to into a direction and just, like, leave out, like, meat. And then it'll, like, lumber over to the meat. And then... But... I mean, we have weeks of rations. Sure <laughs> here's <this>. jerky. Yeah. <laughs> here's, a, here's a cliff bar. <laughs> here's a cliff bar. <laughs> 280 calories for your huge, your large frame. <laughs> huge frame. I've Perfect got a works. dehydrated coconut oil bar. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sounds gross. <laughs> yeah, but it lasts forever. Because <laughs> you don't want to eat if, it. Uh, so, Kezra is kind of like off in the corner of the campsite on his own. Um, and if anybody cares to notice, probably Adelar yeah. or something. Yeah. He's just kind of like, he's facing the jungle. And he's like sitting on the ground, muttering. Mm. As you, as Adelar approaches him, Kezra is like staring deeply into the eyes of Lil Kezra, his cobra. I, uh. It seems you have formed quite the attachment. Oh. Yes. Adelar, I. I think this is my moment. I'm destined for something greater than this, greater than all of you. <laughs> it is my mandate. Your mandate? Um, who... Uh, I guess, where are you getting this mandate from? It's just... Something I've been seeking all my long life, since I was young something I've been told I'm entitled to. I I am bound for something greater. I have to say when I first met you I at first I was going to just walk on by you know he seemed like a well I could be frank with you. You seemed like a little bit of a waste of, a t of time. Not worth any effort. How but dare you! <laughs> <laughs> but Abadar, he prodded me. Hmm. And gave me the same inclination. That you were destined for something greater. 
And you know me, Kezra. I don't make an investment that I don't expect a return from. And I believe that whether it is for my benefit, or whether it's for Abadar's, I do agree that you are destined for something greater. But it does... Something that does concern me, though, is... I feel like there's been a lot that has changed in you. I mean, I, I know people grow and develop over time, but... And I don't want to point any fingers, but ever since you got little Kezra, you haven't been quite the same. I don't know if it is uh, just a side of you that I haven't seen before, but... I would caution you that in your, in your search for something greater, be advised that there are many who seek power. But if you go about it in the wrong way, you will lose more than just yourself in the process. At this point, Benson, like, is done with his prayers, and he just walks into the camp. Where's everyone? We have to get going now. What's going on? Where's Elk? Right behind you. <laughs> Don't stab! <laughs> right, uh -huh. right after you say that, you see Kezra over talking at Adelar. He's, he's sitting on the ground. Adelar, like you know, talking to him out of your out of uh, range of what you can hear. And Kezra just stands up and gets right in, in Adelar's face. You don't understand. I am promised great and terrible power. I was told years ago that this is what I'm here for and I have to earn it. Hmm. And Look. Benson is going to immediately go over and force himself in between both of you two, literally shoving Kezra back. Break it up, break it up, guys. Stop. Benson, this does not concern you. It does concern me. Everything all of this does concerns me. It concerns you, it concerns him, it concerns all of us. So stop. Benson, this is my calling. This is how I prove myself to her. This is how I gain my true calling, my power, my domain, what she has told me I will earn what I'm capable of. I have been seeking my whole life for this. And this is the first time in my pathetic, miserable life that I believe it is true. So hearing this and recognizing a disturbing amount of what Kezra is talking about, Benson will literally... You don't have, do you have a shirt on? <laughs> No. Pulls <laughs> <laughs> up by scruffier skin. I do have like a leather strap that I like hold things yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna grab that and grab you by the shoulder and pull you as like face to face. Then show me. Show me. Kezra's claws are sh are running. The scales run up his arm. His claws form. He's like, you'll see, Benson. You'll see, and you better. Not get in my way. I think and Benson has this weird look on his face. Like, a weird twisted, like, smile. And he... He's, you're probably good enough at wisdom to know that Benson, in a weird way, really wants to 
fight Kezra right <laughs> now. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a, that's definitely the vibe I'm getting. I was getting that even before you said something, Mike. <laughs> yeah. And Benson just pushes him away. Then save it for we have to kill today. Where's Elkwood? I was here the whole time, guys. I was just... <laughs> I was, yeah, it's mad in a tree, just like whittling or something, just kind of looking down. <laughs> just like... looking down. Oh, no one's strong blood. I'm good. All right. We're good. It's like, and it's like uh, little, Kezra, little Kezra has a, it's a bad influence on you. Maybe you should stay away from little Kezra. <laughs> I, and then I, I push Kezra away, and I walk, and I grab Adelar, and I pull him to, to like where we can talk. Oh my God. No, so you're like about to drag him and Adelaide, I, I don't know he just feels a little pushed around like, <laughs> like I'm just like checking on Kezra what's up and then he's like I have purpose and then Benson just rams in here so Adelar, he's uh, before he gets there Elk pulls him first oh! <laughs> he kind of he kind of he kind of shrugs and and like kind of he like makes eyes with Benson like like I'll like kind of like we'll go over but he's like I want to make one thing very clear. Disunity will be the death of us. And he looks at Kezra first. He looks at Benson. And he's like, whatever it is that is between the two of you will kill us. And I can promise you that I will watch you die and walk away. So whatever it is that needs to be settled... It must be settled before we are in combat. Because I can heal wounds of battle, but I cannot heal wounds between comrades. And then he proceeds to walk over with Benson unless, you know, something else. Kezra just... He reaches down, and little Kezra slithers up his arm, and he just mutters to him, This is our moment. This, this is our day. And Benson just <laughs> grabs and pulls. I don't know. You have to pull on. Just yeah. be like, hey guys, let's. Elkwood's <laughs> like, can we be friends? <laughs> it's more like he walks back in. He's just like eating a beef jerk. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. what the hell did I miss? I just gone for a minute. What's <laughs> the scene for Community where he comes in with pizza? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fire. <laughs> It's like, hey guys, I got more rat. Oh, oh what the fuck? <laughs> and and I sit down with Adelaide. You want anything to eat? Uh, got some eggs. I am. Um, I I already I already ate. No, thank you. Sit down. <laughs> and Adelaide does so. You have to understand the kind of position I'm in right now. And you realize all that tension that was with Benson really wanting to fight Kezra right there, it's all just gone. It's gone. Okay. I'm in a weird situation. And I'm being quiet, by the way, so they can't hear. <laughs> I just... I'm in a situation where I was forced to trust all of you. And for some reason, the only person that I know I can rely on is the one person I know is capable of things that I can't agree with. So. Please. 
please. I'm just trying. I have to be what I am, and I have to rely on you. And... I'm sorry to say this, I don't think I can. You just told me you would watch me die. I wouldn't watch you die. So? I stand by what I said. If there... If you will compromise the cohesiveness of our group by brawling with Kezra for no other reason but to satisfy some innate urge to be at arms, I would watch you die. I would. Why would I... There's an old proverb uh, taught by Abadar that a passerby involving themselves in another man's or another person's quarrel is like pulling the ears of a rabid dog. I won't be pulling any ears, for I myself will get bitten. If we are if we are in agreement of our purpose here, of course I'll do whatever I can to save and to preserve. But if at some point, for whatever reason, there are there are bl- blows traded between our members of our own party. I cannot stand for that. I would not even try to interfere. It is not my place, for I myself... You have to understand, Benson. I, too, have a calling. And my calling is to set up the Church of Abadar and Breach Hill. It has brought us here, for some reason, I am sure, for some greater purpose I'm not aware of. But Abadar doesn't want me to throw my life away. So... Would you? There's a great difference between us. Now I'm the one that pulls the ears. I'm the one that topples pillars. I'm the one that cleanses. It doesn't matter, any of this. Doesn't matter. I have to be the one to do it. And, frankly, your ideology... I'm not trying to be an in- insulting, but frankly, you're a coward. And you misread my wishing to trade blows with Kezra. It had nothing to do with hatred. I just want to fight the most powerful thing I can. And Kezra has power. Mm-hmm. That's like a compliment. That is a weird compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to fight you because you're powerful, man. Oh. <laughs> this, this, but, is nice, this is nice. Someone's ever been to me. But we are in this jungle. We have to rely on each other. And I can't rely on Kesra. And I can barely rely on Elkwood. I understand we have our differences. But I'm trying to say, let's help each other and stop this. We that con- is what I've been trying to say from the start. <laughs> uh, you, you think, you come in here acting like you're trying to keep this group together, but you're the one who's provoking Kezra. You're the one slamming him against and saying, I must challenge him because he's powerful. And I'm the one who's trying to just make sure that we are all on the same page for our group cohesion. <laughs> and once again, it's Benson. like, sup guys? Like, what's going on? We're, there's like 50 people in the other room. Yeah, and at this point you can see Adlar is getting frustrated because he's just not understanding your logic or your trait of thinking. And Benson literally, like... While you guys are arguing, 
<sighs> you guys are having it out. I'm, I'm stealthing. <laughs> Elkwood, you are stealthing around. You get up into a tree. Yeah, that's what I did. And as you're on the tree, you pull yourself up and you look to your left. You see what looks to be a vulture the size of a man. Oh, Goddamn, son. Directly next to you. Sorry. As you sort of look it up and down, it bows its head and just goes, Bleh! and spits out a half-eaten rat at your feet. Aw. I'll see you guys next time. <laughs> 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 <laughs>